This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. How are you feeling about this lockdown with Australia? It's a pretty big one, isn't it? Well, I think they had to do it. You know, um, the variant over there is pretty severe, yep. and uh, there was no real option. I think the government's done the right thing in that case. Uh, the question really is around the vaccine rollout. You know, the, um, the, the issue isn't so much whether you're going to lockdown or not now. Make sure you're getting your people vaccinated and we're well behind in that and uh, really running a risk with our population that is you need to stage COVID can come back in and that variant can come back in and we just won't be prepared for it. And uh, mm. that's the risk they're running with the New Zealand public when they've had plenty of time to get them vaccinated. Yes, it's interesting, actually. I've had two shots and uh, uh, at uh, in Hamilton here and uh, no trouble at all, but uh, other people don't seem to be getting anything. Yeah, well, that's um, pretty hit and miss. Uh, Waikato Tainui have done a great job, though, in um, doing the vaccine rollout in the Waikato. They've been very good, and a lot of people have got it through them. Yes, uh, so did I. They're not members of the iwi, but um, other than that, uh, the DHB seems to be struggling to get it out, rolled out and uh, there's just not enough opportunity for New Zealanders to get vaccine and um, the government's had 18 months to do this and they haven't done it and uh, there's the risk that some of those variants get in the country and then, you know, you've got big problems for the New Zealand population as you're seeing in Australia at the moment. Yes, that's right. We've got to be very careful there. Um so I hope they get it straightened out. I believe they've got several set up in Hamilton, one at the race course anyway, and uh, so somebody said there was another one in uh, in, um, well, in Frankton, yeah. yeah so, the base has got a very big moment, so that's probably the best place at the moment. I think they're trying to do a thousand a day there. So oh, yes, yes. That's the, that's the best opportunity here. Um, but, you know, they've got limited groups that they're taking through, and, uh, you know, I think they did 8.50 on Saturday there. Uh, but still, you know, we need to be doing a thousand a day for a big centre like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's going to be one of those things we just keep uh, praying that when we see what's happening in places like India and uh, Brazil and even America, for that matter. Well, it's, um, the, the government can do something about it. They can get more vaccine in the country and they yep. can roll it out. Quicker. Yep, yep. Uh, and that's secret of what they should be doing at the moment. Surely, surely. And uh, do you, has it uh, had an economic effect on the, the country, this COVID thing? I presume it has. Oh, definitely. Well, um, you know, you can't travel with... It's, it's been um, very difficult to get labour into New Zealand. You know, migrant labour has yep. been especially hard. Um, you know, you've got split families, you've got all those issues that have come through the having closed borders. Um, New Zealand businesses haven't been able to get overseas and travel and sell their wares. Uh, so it does have a major impact. And then you've got a government that's borrowed just um, a huge amount of money to keep New Zealanders feeling like there's no economic issue and we're going to have to pay that back at some point. That's for sure. And, of course, the other one that's on the uh, horizon all the time is the housing and the rentals have gone up and uh, people are struggling, I think. Well, they are, and the price of housing is just going through the roof. And uh, we've got Nicola Willis in town today, who's our housing spokesperson. She's done a great job... Um, and holding the government to account in that area and uh, it's just uh, they haven't built enough houses and uh, they're putting more restrictions uh, through their RMA changes and things like that on the ability for people to build more houses and you know then they're just trying to 
solve their problems through short-term accommodation like hotels. So yeah. um, it's a never-ending circle and they're, they're failing in it. Yes, it's just one of those sad things, really. And I'm thinking the uh, local council are working very hard to get some inner city uh, blocks built, but uh, that takes time. Well, they also need to look at the city boundaries here. Like they, um, the, the city council should be advocating for wider boundary. Uh, there's two big areas of land that don't come into the city till 2035 and 2045. Mm-hmm. Uh, those need to be into the city boundary now. So city council should be advocating for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not seeing them do so. Um, and that would really provide enough land supply for Hamilton for the next decade or so if those two blocks came in. Yeah, well, it is a growing city, and uh, everywhere I go, there's more houses. There's a, a block even out at Rotokauri that they're working on at the moment. So it's going along. Yeah, no, there's huge growth out there, but uh, out the northeast, there's two big blocks of land yep. that are in Waikato District Council that are on the side of the expressway. Oh, I get they you. Should be in Hamilton. They should be in the Hamilton boundary. Um, the boundaries were set in the wrong place many years ago, but. Um, you know, Hamilton City should be advocating for those to come in and central government can do that and it's their role to do that yep. uh, to change that boundary and they should do so. Fair enough too and uh, of course the uh, I see the expressway stalled, they've run into some uh, bad land or something they've got to do some extra work on that bit of a pity because it was going quite well Yeah well one of the problems is that they've um, cut down the next stages of the expressway and so people haven't got the that are invested in it and the that are working on it don't have the next sections to move on to, so they've slowed down the existing work. Yep. Um, and so what we're seeing is uh, go slow on that project effectively um, to cover themselves because they don't want to have to get rid of that staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've, they've reduced the numbers. A lot of the people left and gone to work in Australia and the industries over there and road building over there. So yep. you know we're left with a project that's taken two or three years longer than it should have done um, and that just isn't because of weather or land, it's um, just because there's no other project for those um, workers and machinery and construction staff to go on to. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.